Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe has returned home to the UK after being held hostage by Iran for nearly six years. What do we know about why she's finally been released? In April 2016, at Imam Khomeini Airport in Tehran, Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe, a British-Iranian woman, was arrested by Iran's Revolutionary Guard. They said it was because she was a spy, but she wasn't. The real reason they took her hostage was much murkier. Since her arrest, Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe has been held in solitary confinement, gone on hunger strike and been under house arrest. She became a pawn in a long-running dispute between the British and Iranian governments over a debt owed by Britain. Richard Ratcliffe is Nazanin's husband. I think in terms of it being explained to us, it was explained to her first, um, through kind of half-suggestions and gradually clearer messages. The message that came to, to us from, uh, what well, came to her from the interrogator, said, listen, we're, we're holding you to, to make the British reach the agreement. If the British reach the agreement, you'll leave without charge. Then, yesterday, almost six years after she was arrested, she was freed, along with another prisoner, Anusha Ashouri. British Iranians Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe and Anusha Ashouri heading to a... Sorry, this is a moving moment because these are people who have been detained for some time. So we're hearing that Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe and Anusha Ashouri are heading to uh, the airport in Tehran to leave the country. Kerry Thomas is an editor at Tortoise, the newsroom I work in, and he's been reporting on this story for a while. I started reporting it towards the end of last year. We'd we'd done some stuff at Tortoise when Richard was on his first hunger strike outside the Iranian embassy. But every day I cycled on my way to work past the end of King Charles Street where Richard was holding a hunger strike um, outside the Foreign Office. And I started thinking, it's a ridiculous cycling pass, I'm going to go in. So I just started going to see him and we'd spend a few minutes chatting. All kinds of people would drop by and see him. So I became one of those people who dropped by. And the more that I saw him in this this sort of valley in between these huge buildings, the Foreign Office and the Treasury, the more I got this image of this man trying to deal with these huge institutions, this sort of tiny person up against the the power of the British state and the Iranian state and the Americans. In 1974, Iran was ruled by the Shah, who was an absolute ruler and a despot. Um, He bought 1,750 tanks from the UK. And uh, for reasons that were almost certainly to do with corruption, he paid for all of them up front. 
He was deposed in 1979 by the Islamic Revolution, which brought the Ayatollah Khomeini to power in Iran, and they cancelled the deal. But of course, they'd given us all the money, and so they started asking for it back in 1979. And the amazing thing is, it's taken till today, 43 years later, to pay it. So what was the connection between a dispute that had been going on for decades and Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe's arrest in 2016? The link may be a very similar American debt. So the Americans, when the Shah was deposed, ended up also owing a lot of money to Iran. And in 2016, they paid their debt and they released some of their hostages, let go some Iranian prisoners in return. And the sort of strongest theory of the case is that an organization called the Revolutionary Guard inside Iran looked at what happened there and thought that we've taken some American hostages and they've paid their debt. Why don't we do that again? Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. To understand why Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe and Anousha Ashouri have been released now, you need to know why previous attempts failed. There was nearly a deal to get her out in 2017. There was nearly a deal to get her out in 2019. There was very, very nearly a deal to get her out in July 2021. And we know that in July last year, the deal included paying the debt. And what happened then was the Americans intervened to say, um, we've now decided that we want our hostages to come out, as well as the British hostages. Can we please try to do this together? The British government effectively said, all right, we'll go along with that for a a time. We'll go in lockstep with the Americans, try to get all of our hostages out so that we can put an end to this whole hostage crisis once and for all. There are a couple of reasons why that arrangement may now have come to an end. The first is that talks on the Iran nuclear deal were officially paused last week. So there's a theory and there's a reality. So in theory, the nuclear talks are nothing to do with the hostages. Um, In practice, if you look back to when the American hostages came out in 2016, they came out on the day that the nuclear deal was uh, was done. Um, So the the truth has always seemed to me that the most likely thing was that um, if, if the talks in Vienna, which were trying to revive the nuclear deal between Iran and the West to stop Iran building a nuclear weapons program. If those talks had succeeded, then I'm sure that Nazanin and Ushay as well would have come out in the margins of, of that deal. The, the more difficult question was what would happen if the talks in Vienna failed? And so then the British government had a decision. Did they stay in line with the Americans and say, all right, we'll, we'll, we won't Release, we weren't trying to release our own hostages by paying the tank debt. We'll wait for the next set of Vienna talks. But that would have condemned Nazanin and Anoushe to probably two more years in prison. Did they do that or do they do what they seem to have done, which is to say, now's the time when we're going to deal with this and we're going to bring them home? The other possible reason is a sense of fairness. The US officials who did the deal to release American hostages in 2016 are back in government. So if someone was going to stop 
Britain doing this deal, it would have to be someone who had, who had allowed through exactly the same American deal six years ago. And so this, the, the hypocrisy that would be involved in doing that, I think, became a kind of problem of its own that they just couldn't get around. Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe and Anoushe Ashuri are home and with their families. Homecoming is a journey, not an arrival. I don't think it will just be today. It will be a whole process um, and hopefully we'll look back in years to come and be a normal family and, and um, you know, this will be a chapter in our lives, but there are many more chapters to come. But while this part of their story is coming to an end, Iran is still holding other British hostages. The path to freedom for them may be even less clear now the tank debt has been settled. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker, and thanks to my colleague Kerry Thomas. If you want to know more about the tank debt and how it led to Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe being held hostage by Iran for almost six years, Kerry made a series for BBC Radio 4 called Nazanin. You can hear it on the BBC Sounds app. Today's episode was written by Lewis Vickers and produced by me, Claudia Williams. The Sensemaker. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. What comes to mind when you think of Amber Heard? A liar? A survivor? A narcissist? The trial of Depp v. Heard was a global phenomenon, but I want to know, was it a fair fight? I'm Alexi Mostris, the host of Sweet Bobby and Hoaxed. In my new podcast, I'm investigating whether Amber Heard was the victim of an organised trolling campaign. Just search for Who Trolled Amber wherever you get your podcasts.